Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey again, everybody. Time to get this thing jumping. And I'm talking about another edition of Jumping the Gun, the playoff edition of Jumping the Gun. It is brought to you by Patterson Square Garden with Daniel Shabazi and I'm Derek Gunn. Of course, the regular season is now said and done. Wildcard weekend is upon us, but we have to go back before we can go forward. And all right, Daniel, how do we do? And more importantly, first and foremost, did you win again? I did win again this week. Not as impressive of a performance by both of us this week, though. I went nine and seven. You went eight and eight. But honestly, with all the starters that weren't playing last week, we didn't really know what was going on uh, with some of these teams. Uh, going five, around 500 isn't too bad for us, so I'll, I'll take the win. All right, now at the beginning of the season, we decided to do some over-under this season. And uh, did I do any better in that regard? Yes, sir. You can, you can hang your hat on this one. You actually beat me uh, when it comes to predicting the over-unders. You went 21 out of 32, so you went 21 That's what and I'm 11 talking there. about. And I went 18 and 14. At the end of the day, picking picking teams like the Falcons to go over and, and such ended up <laughs> doing me in at, at the end. <laughs> uh, but there you go. You got your win. You, you finally got your win there. All right. So are we ready for wild card weekend? Uh, we're going with the Raiders at the Bengals. The Bengals are getting five and a half points in Cincinnati. Well, the Bengals rested Joe Burrow uh, last week in the regular season finale. Raiders. What a game against the Chargers just to get into the playoffs. What a wild last game that was to close out the 2021 regular season. Uh, the Raiders are on a roll right now. Um, they're 5-3 they're in a row this season, which is pretty impressive in itself. 
But for some reason, I just like these Bengals at home. The Bengals really haven't done anything historically in the playoffs in a long time. I'm putting my bank on a young Joe Burrows and Jamar Chase. And the fact that their running game is pretty good. They've got a very good diversified offense. The defense is not too shabby. Uh, they play well at times. They play well in spurts. I'm going to take the Bengals at home with the points in this game. I'm also taking the Bengals, but I want to talk about the Raiders real quick. It's amazing how that 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 game on Sunday night probably might have been the best game of the season, uh, to, if we're being honest. That, oh, no that, that Raiders no Chargers game, and I personally, I, of course, I, I want I, I root for chaos to happen in these games. I wanted the uh, the Chargers and the Raiders to end up tying, and we have the first time ever that this happens, where a team two teams can tie to end the season, and both teams make it to the playoffs. Um, but the Chargers, I mean. Brandon Staley calling a timeout at the end of the game. Stupid. Um, I couldn't believe that. On top, I mean, that that was a killer. But honestly, what it came down to was the Chargers just couldn't get a stop on the run game. I mean, because if you think about it, the, the Raiders were already running the clock out. They were running the ball. That was like six runs in a row to end the game f- from them. The Chargers just couldn't stop them. I mean, they, no. they, they ran yeah. it down right into field goal range. If your run defense is there and prepared... They're not even getting into field goal range, and then the Chargers might be playing this week. But the Raiders found a way to, to make it in. They are going to Cincinnati. I, I, I like the Cincinnati team a lot. I think they're uh, they're a, a team that nobody wants to play against, especially in Cincinnati. So I'm taking the Bengals here. Uh, the, the weakness of this Raiders defense is their secondary, and I think that's, Absolutely. that's a really rough matchup going against the Bengals, who have one of the best young receiving cores in the NFL with Joe Burrow. Next, we have the Patriots at the Bills on Saturday night. The Bills are getting four and a half points in Buffalo. Oh, this is one I can't wait to see, a, a, a trifecta. It is the third time these two divisional rivals get to beat, uh, get to meet uh, they both won on each other's turf this season. Um, it's going to be cold. It's going to be nasty uh, in Buffalo on Saturday evening. Now, normally you would say, well, that plays into the favor of the home team. Uh, but in this case, New England is also well-versed at playing in cold, nasty environments. They went into Buffalo, I'll never forget this, went to Buffalo earlier in the season when a howling storm, wind gust. Couldn't throw the football. Mac Jones threw the ball three times and found a way to beat Buffalo. Uh, Sean McDermott and his crew have playoff experience. Bill Belichick is the king of playoff chess, so to speak. Um, I I, I, I like Josh Allen more than I like Mac Jones right now. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills at home with the points in this game. Yeah, so this game... Right now, the, the, the weather forecast is for it to feel like it's around zero degrees. Which, which is going to be just brutal to play in. But luckily for the Bills, the wind isn't going to be as bad as it was that one night. So I, I, I saw that uh, the wind is supposed to be around 15 miles per hour. Still, I mean, it's r- pretty rough, but it's not 30 miles per hour <laughs> like it was uh, that, one Monday, uh, that one Monday night. So I'm taking the Bills here. I also like the fact that the Bills in recent weeks have started to emphasize running the ball a little bit more. Um, Devin Singletary has really picked it up. Josh Allen is starting to use his legs more and starting to be the physical presence that he is. I mean, he's one of those quarterbacks that even though you don't really want your quarterbacks taking hits, he's putting a beat down on the defenders trying to tackle him. 
So he, he's not a fun guy to, to tackle, let alone tackle in zero degrees. So I'm taking the Bills here. Uh, this has been a great season for the Patriots, but I think it, it finally ends here in, in Buffalo. Moving to Sunday, we have the Niners at the Cowboys in the game I might be looking forward to, wa- uh, forward to watching the most. Uh, the Cowboys are getting three points in Dallas. See, you're looking forward to watching it because you hate the Cowboys and you want to see them lose. I know how you think. Absolutely. I'm looking forward. See, I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing them because I want to see if Dallas can stand up to San Francisco's physicality on both sides of the football. San Francisco loves to get in your face and they love to grind you down. They love that running game. They use Debo Samuels in so many different ways as a running back, as a wide receiver. Uh, the Cowboys defense significantly improved from 2020. Uh, they, they're healthy right now. Demarcus Lawrence back. Randy Gregory back. Michael Parsons will be back in the middle of that defense. It's going to be a knockdown drag out fight. I give the Cowboys the edge in terms of weapons uh, and, and even quarterback, although Dak Prescott's game has been off for more than a month now. And he's been missing targets, throwing behind targets, um, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> the Cowboys running game has not been what it used to be. We were, what we were accustomed to seeing earlier in the season. Um, I, I think the 49ers go in there and knock off the oh, Cowboys. I don't know why. Oh, man. I'm taking the 49ers to go in there and out-physical Dallas and win that game. Are, are you sure that Dak is still in, uh, still struggling even though he threw five touchdowns against the Eagles practice squad? <laughs> yeah, uh, are you yeah. sure? The fact, that, <laughs> the fact that he's allowed to even put those numbers on his stat sheet is ridiculous in itself. And, but that's and, not his fault who the Eagles put out there. Oh, no, that that's true. But but I, I just find it funny that, that that's how – I mean, at the end of the day, they wanted Dak to get the franchise record to knock Tony uh, Tony Romo's record off the board. But if I'm Tony Romo, I'm feeling some kind of way about that. I, I feel a little uh, disrespected by that. But anyways, I'm also with you. I'm taking the Niners here in Dallas. Oh. Run, run games travel. And this Niners team, like you said, they play physical on both sides of the ball. Nobody wants to, to play a physical, uh, a team that, that punches you in the mouth like the Niners. That's going to be um, a wake-up call for the Cowboys, honestly. Uh, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a really good game. It's going to come down to if the Cowboys can contain Debo Samuel, and I don't think they're going to be able to. Even though we just learned today Trayvon Diggs' uh, name to the uh, first-team All-Pro, which I personally disagree with. Uh, a lot of interceptions, but... Also, a ton of yards given up. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how, how ready he is for this game, uh, going up against one of the most physical receivers in the NFL. Going to Sunday night, we have the Steelers, who backed their way into into, into the playoffs, going into Kansas City. Uh, the Chiefs are getting 12.5 points at home. Hey, Mike Tomlin fell asleep before the game was even over. Um, so... Uh, can you That's imagine a being a Pittsburgh Steeler? <laughs> can you imagine, though, being a Pittsburgh Steeler and having to watch that game? And you're thinking all the way up until the final few moments of the game that <clears throat> you're out of the playoffs. These two teams, the Chargers and, and, and you know, the, the Chargers and the Raiders are going to settle for a tie, knock us out of the playoffs. But as we talked about a few moments ago, uh, Brandon Staley of the Chargers with a bonehead move of calling a timeout with like 38 seconds left. And Derek Carr admitted it changed their strategy altogether, which helped them uh, get that win in overtime. All of a sudden, uh, Steelers look up 
and and now they're in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, uh, man. That that, that I, I, I man, help me out here, Daniel. I, I I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, geez. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, you go back to week. You go back to week sixteen, and, and the Chiefs smoked the Steelers. I mean, they flat out just smoked them, you know. And I don't know if Pittsburgh has anything left in the tank. I think they're just happy to be in play in the playoffs with Big Ben, Swan Song, so on and so forth. <clears throat> I'm not picking against the Chiefs at home. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The way they're playing lately? I'm always worried about games like this because, or teams like this that that find a way to just trip and fall into the playoffs. Because it always reminds me of the Seahawks uh, when uh, they backed into the playoffs. I, I believe it was 2011 um, when Marshawn Lynch had had the beast quake go off against the the Saints when the Saints were uh, a de- definitely a deserving playoff team. We thought all thought the Saints were just going to run over the the Seahawks. Then the craziness happens. All that to say, I think the Chiefs end up winning this game and, and covering the spread. Um, but just to be, I mean. Who knows? Who knows with the Steelers? Honestly, I mean Ben, this is his last playoff run, allegedly. So, who knows what we're gonna see? Honestly, but uh, I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm I'm putting my money on uh, on Patrick Mahomes here. Going to Monday night. First time we have a Monday night playoff game. We have the Cardinals at the Rams. The Rams are getting four points in LA. Well, you know, like that. Um... Uh, Patriots Bills game. You got another heated rivalry game. This time in a wild, wild NFC West, uh, and, and just like the uh, the Patriots and the Bills, uh, both teams in this case, <clears throat> one on the other one's turf. Um, I think it's going to be a track meet. <coughs> I think it's going to be a serious track meet in this game. Uh, the Rams, from the last spread I saw, were favored by four points going into this game. Um, Cooper Cup. You know, we, we assume DeAndre Hopkins is going to be on the field for this one. Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald. Are you kidding me? You know, J.J. Uh, Watt is expected to play in this game as well. Man, this is an all-star lineup out there. This game could be one of those 45-40 type games. Um, I, I don't want to bet against Kyler Murray, although as Qu- Coach Cliff Kingsbury says, you know what, I expect Kyler Murray to have his best game of the season. Well, that's a lot of pressure to put on the back of a young quarterback in a big stage scenario like this on a Monday night uh, in Arizona playing in the playoffs. Um, This is a game for me that could go either way. It could come down to who has the ball last. But I'm going to take Sean McVay. You know, they're still stinging from how Green Bay knocked them out of the playoffs last year. So I'm going to take Sean McVay, his guys at home, and the points in this tussle out west. So... You said that you think DeAndre Hopkins is going to play. I just, uh, I thought I just saw that um, they're hopeful that that if he can play, that uh, he will come back for a potential NFC Championship game. I really, could, I could well, be wrong uh, on that, um, but that's a huge. I mean, it's a it's it, it. He he pretty much can swing this game by himself. Uh, no if, question. If he's not playing, I'm taking the Rams. If he ends up playing in this game. I think I would lean towards the Cardinals, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be one of those guys that that, that plays both sides of the of the bet here. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Rams outright. I think the Rams win the game, um, eh, even if DeAndre Hopkins plays, because uh, that's gonna be a, a great matchup to watch. Uh, D Hop against Jalen uh, Jalen Ramsey. That's always fun to watch. So I'm also going with the Rams there. 
Now well, here's. I'm, I'm, I'm checking up and seeing as of right now, as we sit here now, DeAndre Hopkins is still listed on IR. So maybe I misspoke. Okay. You know, so he's still listed on IR. Doesn't mean he couldn't come off at any yeah. given time, but he's on IR right now. So I'm going to assume that DeAndre is not playing in this game. Yeah. And even though I still remember what Arizona did when they went into Dallas and steamrolled Dallas. Yeah. They owned the Cowboys in their own backyard. They didn't have DeAndre Hopkins for that game. And they went in there steamrolled him. And they took away Dallas's main weapons at wide receiver and beat them by double digits, if memory serves me correct. Yeah. Um, so I, I like Arizona's chances, but I don't like them uh, well enough against Sean McVay, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Vaughn Miller, and those guys in their own backyard. So I'll stick with what I said. <clears throat> I'll take the Rams and the points at home. Yeah, and honestly, you bring up all those names on defense, especially the defensive line. If you remember that last game that the Cardinals played uh, against the Rams in Arizona, that offensive line for Arizona was having a hard time giving Kyler Murray some time. Uh, Von Miller and Aaron Donald were all over the field, uh, pretty much getting pressure whenever they wanted to. So that being said, even if DeAndre Hopkins plays, I'm, I'm still taking the Rams. Lastly, we're going back to Sunday. We have our Eagles at the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Bucks are getting eight and a half points as of right now in Tampa Bay. Well, the weather's supposed to be pretty nasty down in Tampa, like in the high 60s and, and rain, which means it could be a runner's game more so than a passing game. Um, I, I, it's not often I'm crazy enough to bet against the likes of, you know, Tom Brady. Now, everybody keeps talking about his Brady against the Eagles, but they forget it's also Byron Leftwich. It is also Todd Bowles. It is also Bruce Arians. Three of the best game minds in the game today against an inexperienced Eagles coaching staff. An Eagles coaching staff that has done a great job of turning their season around and getting guys to play better ball. But the one thing that keeps sticking out to me about these Eagles is they haven't beat anybody with a winning record yet this season. So they should have that proverbial chip on their shoulder going into this game. If the Eagles can establish their running game and Miles Sanders is expected to play, even though he's going to have that hand padded up, and I guarantee you um, Tampa Bay's defensive personnel will be slapping at that hand all game long. And we all know Miles has a tendency to fumble the football at times, especially if the ball's wet. <clears throat> you know, it could make for an interesting day. Eagles cannot afford to fall double digits behind the likes of a Tampa Bay down there. Jonathan Gannon cannot afford to have his cornerbacks playing 18 yards off the receivers. I don't care if, you know, if, if the, the, Chris Godwin's not there, uh, Antonio Brown's not there. You still cannot have your cornerback sending 18 yards because Tom Brady is one of the is like a Jedi Master in terms of picking teams apart underneath all day long. So I, I want to see the Eagles pull off the upset. Um, I just think because you're talking about a wealth of experience and the defending Super Bowl champs playing a team that's just happy to be there, although they're not going to play like they're happy to be there. They're going in there thinking they're going to win this game because nobody else thinks they can win this game. But I think they're going to fall short, and I'll take the Bucks in this game, you know, 28 to 24. Um, I think the Eagles will cover the spread. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I do think Tampa Bay will build up an early lead and stay on top of that cushion no matter how close the Eagles try to get to them. Now, I'm, this is how, okay, so you said that the Eagles didn't beat a team with a winning record. Last week, <laughs> the Saints 
with their, their last win of the season. Just against got Dallas? Over, just, uh, the, no, the Saints. Um, oh, oh. The Saints got their win against Carolina, I believe. What uh, was what was the Saints record when the Eagles played them? I, Stop it. Hey, Stop you it. Said, you said on, on the season. So that's Stop they were the end of the season, Stop. nine and eight. Stop. I'm taking Stop. the win Stop. where I can get it. I'm taking the Eagles here on the road in Tampa. You have oh your fan your fandom is coming into oh, play. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to be here. The the Eagles are happy to be here. But what's the one team you don't want to play against? A team with nothing to lose. This team, they first of all, the, like you said, with the weather conditions, it's going to be crazy. It's going to it's going to be windy. Uh, it could be raining. That definitely benefits the Eagles. When you look back to their game that they played on Thursday night uh, earlier in the season. The Eagles, once they started running the ball, that's when they started to come back in the game. They almost ended up pulling off the upset. They ran out of time at the end. But this this Tampa team, they had they were fully equipped there. They had Leonard Fournette running the ball. He he was killing the Eagles that game. Uh, Chris Godwin had a great game, and they, they had, Antonio Brown was there. I mean, this team now is not the same team that we played earlier in the season they're obviously missing chris godwin we don't know if leonard fournette's gonna play he, he was practicing but he's still questionable levante david is questionable so those are some big big pieces for jason them jason pierre paul jason pierre paul also yeah so Giovanni bernard yep. yeah they're they're injured all over the place now i don't think that this is this is a gimme by any means but i'm just saying that this this is not the same team that won the super bowl last year or that we played earlier this year. So I'm taking the Eagles here. I think they'll be able to run the ball as long as you try to stay away from uh, Big Vita Vea in the middle of the field. Um, outside of outside of him, I, th- there's not much to worry about on that defensive line that, that's fully healthy right now. So if Levante David isn't playing, that's a huge, huge hit to their run defense. Uh, Devin White is a great linebacker, but he really needs no he really needs to have that that running mate back there with uh, with Levante David. So I'm taking the Eagles here. I think they pull it off and get the upset. All right, who's gonna hold Rob Gronkowski, Cameron Brait, OJ Howard? They got a trio of great great tight ends. That's the who, biggest mismatch. That's the biggest mismatch the Bucks have on the Eagles by far. Uh, that's that's honestly the. What I'm looking forward to the most is uh, watching Darius Slay go up against Mike Evans. I think that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Darius Slay likes to play physical. We all know that Mike Evans has problems with Marshawn Lattimore whenever he he plays physical on him, as Marshawn Lattimore notoriously owns Mike Evans. So we'll see if Darius Slay can channel some of that this this Sunday. Um, But like you said, Rob Rob Gronkowski and those tight ends, those are the biggest problem that the Eagles are going to face. Uh, you know the, the Eagles uh, cornerbacks. Um, although Tampa Bay has had problems in the secondary, I don't know which Eagles cornerbacks are going to show up in this game. I really don't. Another X factor is the Tampa Bay Bucks signed John Brown uh, to their practice squad. Now he's a speedster. You know, losing Chris Godwin and Antonio and Antonio Brown, it cut down the. Um, Buccaneers' ability to try to stretch the field. Brady likes to throw the deep ball every now and then to see if he can get a pass interference or hit on a big play. You know, Mike Evans is playing, but he's dealing with that hamstring injury. And just Friday, Bruce Arians said he feels good about Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul uh, playing in this game on Sunday. But, you know, uh, Levante David, he's more of a question mark on this team. 
So if you put Shaq Barrett back in there and JPP back in there, <clears throat> that changes the complexion of that defense. You know, Tampa Bay's front seven is one of the best in football. There's a reason why they have 47 quarterback sacks, which I think is third in the league. Todd Bowles is going to come after Jalen Hurts and make Jalen Hurts use his legs maybe a lot more than he wants to. Todd Bowles likes to blitz in his defensive schemes, and you're going to see that. It comes down to that physical warfare in the trenches on both sides of the football that I think will help determine the outcome of this game. Um, but I, I have to stick with my guns. Um, you know, I see the Eagles being very competitive in this game. Um, I, I just don't know if they can win this game. If they can get their running game going, control the clock, keep Brady off the field. But now you got a, another ball game. But you got, again, a trio of coaches on the other side and a group of coaches on the other side who have uh, been in big game experience, went to the Super Bowl, won it last year. Uh, they've studied the film all week long. Um, if I were the Eagles, especially Jonathan Gannon, I would only study the last four tapes of the Saints playing the Buccaneers because the Saints have owned Tampa Bay the last two seasons in the regular season. Their defense gives Tampa Bay's offense fit even when Tampa Bay has been healthy. Um, but I just don't see it for the birds. I think it's going to be a great learning experience for this team, something they can build on for 2022. But I think the road ends here for the Eagles. That's fair. Those are all great points. Um, and uh, honestly, and also, um, we haven't even mentioned Josh Sweat uh, is questionable going into Sunday. So that's a huge yeah, best pass rusher. Yeah, that's a huge if uh, for the Eagles. Um, I, I think they win. Like I said earlier, I think they win. Um, I'm going to say 20. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm going to say 27, 23. The Eagles win on, on Sunday. You, what was your, your prediction? 28, <coughs> 24, I believe I said. Okay. All right. We'll see. My biggest concern for the Eagles defense is not only having the, the, the DBs play off the receivers, is the fact that they don't get enough pressure on quarterbacks. You know, Tom Brady is not going to scramble, uh, outscramble anybody. He, you know, he'll tell you that. He's not running anywhere. But he's also has one of the quickest triggers in a game. You know, in two seconds or less, the ball's out of his hand usually. So you've got to find a way to get in Tom Brady's face to make him feel uncomfortable. you got to get a few hits on Tom Brady to make him feel uncomfortable. You're not going to fool him and try to disguise certain schemes. That's not going to work on this Eagle, with for this Eagles team. But you're going to have to try some different things in both offense and defense because Tampa Bay's defense is not too shabby. We know their offense is not too shabby. Uh, and again, all of the guys are basically back from that Super Bowl run. Um, and I just think at this time, it, it's just not the Eagles' time yet. And, you know, and, and they end up losing this game to the Buccaneers. All right. We'll see. We'll see. I'll t I, I definitely have my doubts going into this game. And this is definitely the fan in me talking. But I, I'm looking forward to it. Even if they lose, this has been an amazing season, a fun season to watch. Um, so I'm, I'm going in with, with uh, no expectations whatsoever. All right. And there you have it. That'll wrap up this edition of Jumping the Gun. Uh, the playoff edition of Jump, Jump, Jumping the Gun. Um, it's been a lot of fun yucking it up. Uh, I'm not too happy that Daniel allegedly won more weeks than I did this year. Again, I'm going to have an auditor come in and check the books uh, because I believe there's some shadiness going on on Daniel's part that I have to try to verify in this case. But on the surface, I have to take him for his word. He has an honest face, but it doesn't mean that I'm taking this bitter pill well.
So, for Daniel Shabazz and I'm Derek Gunn, thanks for hanging out with us. So long, everybody. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.